is Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and today I am so excited because Aaron McPherson is back on the podcast. So if you don't know, Aaron is the general manager of Scalable Brand Studios, which basically functions as an agency for both our internal and external media properties, aka she's the genius behind all of our content. (laughs) And what I really loved about our interview today is her philosophy on being a connector. If you are looking to monetize any of your newsletters, podcasts, or content, or you want to start advertising across different media properties, this is an episode for you. Let's get into it. Hello, Erin. Welcome to the podcast again. Hi, Jenna. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for our second interview. I'm excited too. I love the Digital Marketer podcast. So it's always, I have like a list of podcasts that I listen to while I walk, while my daughter's at swim. And it's always exciting when a new one is out. Aw, that like actually makes me feel a little embarrassed. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I, I feel like this isn't real. Like, I feel like I'm just accidentally doing this. I don't know if people are actually listening. I just put it out there. <laughs> it's real. I listen to The Daily and this one and Perpetual Traffic and Office Ladies. I love Office Ladies. I can never compete with Jenna Fisher, but I'll try. Well, I just told you that you did. So Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, You and Jenna <laughs> are like on the same plane. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about Scalable Brand Studios. I want to talk about what you do, how you do it all that stuff. Could you just start with like, what is Scalable Brand Studios and what is that arm for? Okay. Well, Scalable Brand Studios is a sub business of Scalable, which owns Digital Marketer and Scalable.co and a whole bunch of um, ready to lead. So really cool entities. And we are kind of like a content marketing agency. And I wanted to make sure that I clarify that it was content marketing instead of just marketing, because the thing we really focus on is creating amazing content that then people can use as digital marketing and advertising. And where, when did this start? And when did you become the general manager and basically the, the dictator of SBS? <laughs> So it technically Scalable Brand Studios started last fall, I want to say in August, but I'm going to go ahead and say the ideas behind Scalable Brand Studios started oh, 10 years ago. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you the whole background. So literally 15 years ago, I had like this newborn baby and I was working in New York for an agency that did all of the, um, it was owned by MTV Networks. And we were doing a whole bunch of content for, um, parents. It was for Nick mom. And I was sitting in a boardroom. They were trying to sell some ads on our website for ragu spaghetti sauce. And ragu had all these like ad files out and they were like, you know, it's, you know, I don't remember the prices. I'm just going to throw out numbers. It was like $10 per million on this and on this. And one of the people at ragu said, you know, I saw on a website the other day that a company put like a recipe and it had like a little story with it. And, um, they were telling us that my friend who works for this other company, maybe it was like, we'll just pretend for the purposes of the story that it was Prego. Prego made like a whole bunch of sales off of this recipe over like just running an ad. And they said, we want to try to test this. And so at that point I worked with my team and we were like, we're running ads on our website. So, you know, there'd be a regular article or a regular something on the website. We had like 
various activities and things. And it would have an ad on it, or we would have like a how to use a ragu spaghetti sauce jar to make a fairy light, or how to use ragu spaghetti sauce on an easy 10 minute meal. And um, so ragu at that point said, split our budget in half, like put half towards ads and half towards content. And we tested it. And I'm sure you can guess which side won the content. So way back then, I started thinking the way for companies to advertise in modern, this was like 2005. So that was modern, was not on running ads and turning their websites into Las Vegas and running a commercial, but it was literally to build content that people were interested in and make it accessible. So it promotes both their brand and the content. And so when I started working for Scalable and Digital Marketer, I kind of took that whole idea and that whole concept and all of the stuff I learned on that. And we kind of built this brand studios where we can create these really cool content pieces that also advertise. And I just told you a whole lot of things and I rambled on for like two minutes. So <laughs> help me to stop. No, it was perfect. Yeah. I find that really interesting that one, I feel like it just says so much about um, how ideas are developed and how careers are, are developed and how they evolve because you know, for, for someone listening now, if you're someone just getting started and you're like, why can't I do it just like this? It's because, you know, Aaron has 10 years plus, and that's just 10 years with that idea, but plus the experience. And it's an idea can turn into something really, really big if you give it a little time and you test things out a little bit. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So when it comes to how how y'all work, what it, what does the process look like for creating a piece of content? Well, the big thing we want to be is we want to be collaborative. We want to talk with our clients and say, how can we best help you to reach your goals, which almost always is, is to get leads and make sales in a way that we can also reach our goals. So for example, um, one of the things we sell at Scalable Brand Studios is podcast advertising. And you may have heard some of the ads on this exact podcast, but I'm definitely not out there saying podcast advertising, one for all, it all goes in the same spot and you just you know spend some money. We meet with our clients and we find out their goals and then we figure out which podcast it works best with and we make sure it aligns with the content. And we make sure that all of the things that our clients are needing are also reached through content. So you may notice that sometimes when there is an ad that comes up, we may have editorial content that works with it. It's all part of that like magic. And it's all part of the idea that you're building yourself like this, like thought leader reputation as your brand through content. And in doing so, people are going to come to you and they're ready to buy. Yeah. What I find really amazing, number one, all the, all the ads that I do get to read are, are products that I actually think are awesome and I think that's really important, but also I, like, I, I find them really easy to read and believe and, and say, and I think that just ties in with the collaborative process. It's clear that the, this is what the clients know to be true. And this is something we know to be true. And so together it just makes a lot of sense versus a, a lot of like podcasting ads that I would hear, you know, you kind of hear a comedy podcast talking about I mean, I can't even think like Blue Apron, which, you know, it kind of like, I guess it it's hard to know what fits there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the exact fit. And I'm totally with you. I mean, like we talked about when office ladies talk about how they go on their little riding retreats and they use their little HelloFresh meals. I'm all like, I would totally do that. And I believe that they are really buying those HelloFresh meals. 
And I hope that all of the ads and all of the content on our podcasts and blogs and all of the sponsored content is something that you, I mean, you better believe that we are using these products. We are partnering with these companies. We have turned down many companies because we're like, you're not a good fit. And we, the Mm -hmm. people that we promote through Scalable Brand Studios are people that have brands that we believe in. Yeah. What does it look like to create something from scratch like that? Like we did not have a department that sold any sponsored anything and you had to build it from scratch. So I'm sure there are people listening who are thinking, great, how do I get in on this? How do I make this work for my business? What are their first steps? Yes, that was so fun. We spent so much time working on it. So your first step, like let's pretend you have a really great media company, a really great media property, whether it's a podcast or a blog or a newsletter, and you're wanting to start selling advertising. The first thing you have to do is you have to figure out like what value can you give to your clients? And then I would test it out. I would give away some for free. You can't, you can't say this worked if you haven't given it away. And once you've done that and you have some proof of concept, you can create a media kit and I'm sure you can, we can send ours. We'll link to ours in this podcast episode, but also there's media kits all over the internet and create a media kit and start going out and having the numbers behind it to prove it. Another thing we do through Scalable Brand Studios, and I don't even think you know this, so I'm going to, you're going to be surprised (laughs) when you hear this, is we are just launching a new component uh, called Scalable Media Network. And what it is, is it's for all of those companies that have these huge media brands like podcasts or newsletters that they don't know how to monetize. And we're essentially monetizing for them. So we're essentially, I know you're like, your mouth is like wide open. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) So yeah, we're just starting with our first partner this week. And then we have a couple other in the hopper where we're basically our sales team, which is so amazing, is going to be selling for them. And then we're taking a percentage of the sales and then they're able to monetize their media properties and they can focus on what they want. Wow. So hold on. You're going to be also creating content for these other companies. No, we are actually letting them create their own content. Okay. Because we're only working with someone who's established, like someone okay. who has a podcast or a newsletter. But what we're doing is, is we're helping them to monetize it. So we're helping them to sell the ads and create the ads and to come up with the processes and also doing contracts and all that legal stuff that sometimes maybe a smaller media company wouldn't be able to do. That's super cool. Yeah. I was just like, how are you guys doing all that? Cause I know the team is really lean. Like it's incredible what, what you and Carrie and Drew and, and Matt are all able to do. I'm always so like amazed by what y'all do. Could you talk a little bit about like the creation of like downloadable content, lead magnet content? Oh, I'm so excited. You're asking me this question. So (laughs) I really do think one of the most valuable things any company can buy is some sort of a downloadable lead magnet, because it's basically a way that you could share some of your thought leadership and your expertise with your customers and you get their email address in return, and then you can nurture those leads. And so what we're doing is, is we're selling lead magnets that we're running on our podcasts and our pages that people can enter their email address to get and download. And we, once we sign a contract for these, we go through an extensive research process. One of our writers and editors and one of our designers gets on the phone with the client and we come up with all of the cool topics that could work that we know their customers want. And we kind of do some market research on them. We ask about it in our social communities. We find out what people are looking for. 
And then we just create really awesome meaty content, whether it's like a mini magazine or some sort of chart or downloadable or tool that somebody will want um, that is in that customer's tar- target audience. And then like you said earlier, I have an amazing team. I do. We have these amazing designers who create really cool design laid out pieces and we put them up on our pages and it works. We're getting a lot of leads. Um, we had a customer last year who got, I want to say it was like 3,800 leads in six months on one of these, which is like a wow. whole lot of qualified leads. I mean, they were, I want to say they were all qualified because we're not qualifying them, but it's a whole bunch of people who opted in for the type of content that they were selling yeah. that they were able to nurture. Well, and you know that they're, you know, a part of our audience. So yeah. What, what channels are y'all using right now? Um, to promote these things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so for social, we're using Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter, and we are just branching into Pinterest. Um, that's kind of my new baby. And then we're also using all of our podcasts as channels to market our content, and then obviously our websites and blogs and newsletters. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like all the like all the traditional ones. I'd love to know like what you're learning about Pinterest right now and what's exciting you about it. Okay. I, well, I've always felt like Pinterest is like the best untapped marketing potential. We really need, I'm going to invite myself back to the podcast. Can we do a podcast about Pinterest? Yes. yes okay. please. <laughs> so I'm inviting myself back. What I am learning and have learned is that Pinterest is kind of like it operates as its own mini search engine. And because it hasn't been utilized as much and hasn't been paid, there hasn't been as much paid advertising on it as say like Google it's a lot easier to spend less money and find the right audience if you really know how to optimize your posts and boards and keyword them. I also, my other thing about Pinterest is that content is exponential. So you may put something up and get 200 clicks on it at one point. And then two years later, it's still getting 200 clicks every month. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that little tiny piece of effort pays off big time. Wow. Yeah, that's really huge. I'm sure there are some people listening that are like, oh, but Pinterest, that's for clothes and recipes and stuff like that. How are, how are you using it for? I mean, obviously, we work with ideas. Pinterest is highly, highly optimized towards certain keywords. And so we can talk about a whole the whole strategy behind it. But if you have a keyword that you're really trying to like create content around. So for example, this month, um, not this month, this quarter at Digital Marketer, we are trying to create content around the theme. It's just marketing. And it's the idea that like, we're calling it digital marketer, but really at this point in 2021, marketing is digital. And so all of these strategies, if you want to be a good marketer, you need to learn all these digital strategies. And so we have all sorts of content we're creating around the idea of like really optimizing digital marketing and making sure that marketing is optimized in 2021. Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. So creating a board on Pinterest that has to do with that topic, that gives you that keyword SEO on 
it's not really SEO on Pinterest, but we're going to call it like Pinterest search power. And then creating some pins that have to go to really good content on that is a great way to build this like content database on a board that's easily searchable. And while we're not selling the actual pieces of clothing, our pins are beautiful and they lead to great pieces of content. And so it's a really great driver to our site where people can come to ideas. Hmm. I'll have to look up some of the stuff um, y'all are doing. Well, don't do it yet because um, we haven't posted it yet. Oh, this, okay. This is new. I told you, like, we're just working through this. Just but, working on it. That's still yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just sponsored content. It's also for the entire, like, all of the scalable brands, Digital Marketer, Recess, Scalable.co. What does it look like managing content strategies for like so many different brands on top of sponsorship? Well, I'm looking at all of those sub companies as our clients. So I come from an agency background where I worked with, you know, 20, 30 clients at a time. And so if we look at digital marketers content strategy as one of our clients and scalable.co's social strategy is one of our clients and recesses you know, launch strategy is one of our clients. Then we're just kind of putting everything into the boxes and working on our clients for the allocated hours each week and making sure we reach their goals. And so, yes, it's complicated. But um, if I kind of put it all into one box, we help clients reach their marketing needs through great content marketing products. And I see all of my internal and external clients as the same. We're able to manage it. Man, that's awesome. I I love that perspective too. It's so different from kind of like the internal content team, which I know we've had for a while. And and I feel like there's kind of this, this feeling of like being beholden to just like the constant continuation of content, like constant output, constant production. And it's kind of this never ending updating and creating and all that kind of stuff. But I, I almost feel like, or I imagine, and tell me if this is correct, that seeing it as kind of this, this client and seeing it in these sprints almost gives you a lot more output for what you're, what you're creating. I agree. And it also helps, like you said, the idea that your biggest internal client or external client takes all of your time. It takes away that you have, like when you have managed allocations and like you said, sprints, it helps. I also want to add that um, seeing everybody as a client, I really believe, and I think I said this earlier that these partnerships are valuable for all of us. And so if we're working with multiple clients, for example, digital marketer and maybe an external client who's running ads on our podcast and our blog, I'm looking for how digital marketer content can help that client and how that client's content can help digital marketer and being able to keep things um, unsiloed and working together helps everyone. So I, I love creating, like, for example, when we're creating a blog content, we're thinking about what client ads we have coming out. And we're thinking about what topics we're going to be focusing on because anytime we're focusing on that all across, we have better SEO, we have better everything. You're really like a connector of of everyone and everything. I love that idea. I love the idea of connector and partnering and just like-minded businesses helping each other to reach their goals. Yeah. You really make me wish that I could like steal your brain for a little bit and think about my own life for like just five minutes, but with your brain (laughs) and like, maybe you would solve something for me. I feel like if you saw the way my house is right now, you'd be like, Oh, never mind. I'm like so (laughs) battery in my personal life. (laughs) I got this. Yeah. I mean, 
you got it's got to go somewhere right <laughs> yeah the um what i think people get wrong a lot is the concept of competition and the concept of like being better or not silo the word silo like being separated from your competitors when really like working together seems to like double double the horsepower you know you're adding another horse to your cart <laughs> i totally agree you know it's interesting we were um, on a sales call literally last week with another agency and they said well why would you sell less ads on your podcasts when you're an agency too and i was like because like there's enough of that pie to share and like the truth is is like I like your agency. I think you guys have some great products and I think you guys do some things better than us and maybe some things worse than us, but like we got to stick together. Like we're all businesses. We're all fighting towards the same ends. We all want others. Like, like you said, I mean, okay. I I've written some books and um, one of my author friends once said someone buys and loves a mystery book. They're going to buy all the other mystery books by all the other authors. And so you're not competing against the other mystery authors. You're trying to help them want to love mystery and you're trying to make them want to read by all of the books in that genre. So the same thing, we want all of our competitors to do really well. Yeah. They do well. We do well. And you know what? It's something it, it really like echoes things I've, I've seen Ryan um, write in the community and talk about, because kind of a lot of times people will be like, Hey, I saw this training from digital marketer on this, but there's another training from this other person about the same thing, like which one is better. And his thoughts are kind of like, we're all great. Like, go for it. You don't have to, you don't have to just, you know, learn from us, like learn from other people because we're learning from other people and we bring in other experts, but we're also teaching at the same time. So the more we can, it's, you know, rising, rising tide, Rising tide rises all ships. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That that quote that's really really eloquent when said right. <laughs> when said right. correctly. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I agree, and I think especially businesses that have the same ideals and these same core values of like really helping and learning and growing, and that's something that you know one of our core values is be a bigger fish in a bigger pond, and it's like always be looking how to like get better yourself, but also how to like help all the other fish in your pond get bigger and get your pond bigger, and so. I just love partnering with other businesses. I love hearing what they're doing and I love hearing their goals and how they're making amazing products that are helping companies like ours. And likewise, how we can make better products to help companies like theirs. Um, so what does the future look like for Scalable Brand Studios? Well, I kind of hinted a little on it today is our whole scalable media network. We're really working on um, helping smaller media properties, so podcasts and newsletters, to monetize because we know that creators like you of this podcast um, maybe don't have the time to monetize and have the time to um, make money, but they're putting a lot of work in. I mean, you know, it's not easy to make a podcast or write a newsletter. So that's a big part of our future. And then our other part of our future is we just want to grow our brand. We want to grow more media, more content, more things, because the more content we have, the more we can help other companies grow. Yeah. What I, what I really see reflected here is like, you know, at a DM at scalable, like our focus is really the community we're growing and like doubling down on the fact that our, our memberships, our programs, they are communities first. And it seems like that's kind of what the, the media network, it's all about building a community of communities, <laughs> which yeah. is really cool. 
I agree. It's a community of communities. And the other thing I like about the media network is, is it gives us more places to sell content that fits, makes the right fit. Like I said, you know, we talk to our, we try to find partnerships and find the best possible place to sell media and to sell advertising. But um, the more different media properties we have to sell on, the better we can fit exactly the audience that our com- our clients are reaching. Because I have had to turn some people down and just be like, we don't reach that audience right now, but maybe mm. we could. Yeah. Super smart. Well, we're kind of getting to the end of our interview. And before you know, I ask our last question, I just want to know, where can people reach out to you? Where can they find out more about Scalable Brand Studios or the upcoming media network? Or even, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, um, we are, like I said, we're pretty new. Um, we are working at scalablebrandstudios.com to get our website up, but it's kind of not done. So maybe don't go there. Um, <laughs> but you can email me at Aaron, E-R-I-N, at scalable.co, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Awesome. And my last question is, what is your favorite thing about me? About you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I love this question. I can list so many. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I realized that I already asked you that question in your first interview. I always ask, like, if you could go back in time and tell yourself anything. But I'll do this. If you could go back in time and tell yourself who I first interviewed, what, like a year ago? Okay. Anything? What would you tell her? I would tell her that, okay, like I think a year ago we were still in the office. It was pre-quarantine or was it? Yeah, we were still like in the just barely. Right. And I don't know, it just felt so dark and hopeless for a while. And I think I would tell myself a year ago that like things are going to get better because a year ago I was like what's going to happen? We're all going to like lose our jobs and the business is going to go downhill and there was some times that I felt really down and now things like I'm kind of getting excited. Like I wake up every day excited about what's going to happen. I feel the same way. I feel like there's like a lot of light right now and I'm just looking forward to, I think it's going to be a really, really good summer um, for a lot of people and hopefully for me. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, um, yeah, it just feels, yeah, a lot of light is a good way to describe it. I was having a hard time sleeping last night because I was so excited about our monthly business review meetings. And I know that's <laughs> ridiculous, but I was like, oh my gosh, it's like going to Disneyland because like you said, there's just a lot of light right now. Yeah. Yay. Well, Aaron, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Jenna. I always love talking to you. Yeah. And um, we'll we'll schedule that Pinterest. Um, Let me know when you feel like you have have some things to say. I think it'll be like within the next two weeks. So let's schedule it. I would love to talk about that. All right. Cool. All right. And to those of you listening, it means so much. Have a little bit of your day each week. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Goodbye. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. 
Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.